Hello, and welcome back to The Mouthful. This is episode two. I'm Eric Peterson. And I'm CJ. And with us today is special guest Rachel List. Hello. Hello. How you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Had a better day after the snow bomb, so that was uh, particularly an interesting past couple of days. The bomb cyclone? The bombs. Was that what it was called? That was what it was called, which used to be my wrestling name. It's called a blizzard. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? The bomb cyclone? (laughs) You Wait, hold on. on. You wrestled? (laughs) Is this real? Wait, wait, wait. No? Okay. Okay. All right. I was going to say, that's weird to name yourself after a meteorological event. Yeah, unless you were just like doing Uh, these pile drives and just like off the crossbar. I guess the tornado is a a normal... I did did really want to be a WWE wrestler when I was in grad school. Who didn't? I even went to a a training down in in Connecticut. You went to a a WWE wrestling... Training. training yes session. yes was this pre the uh divas this yes but it was it was kind of when um stacy oh what was her name she was this pretty blonde actress but she was like the ring girl and okay. then she started getting in the ring and started wrestling oh, so it was kind wow. of at that time and so courtney and i decided that it would be really fun to go see what it was about nice. and so we went down and, well courtney never went with me she had talked about going so she didn't go. So I went by myself, and I got to see everything, and then do some wrestling. <laughs> um, and I realized that, as you know, awesome as I thought I was, I was really not as tough uh, as you know a white girl from Woodland Park yeah. really should be. You know, because we grew up in Woody Park. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, I don't know any culture with Woody Park, but Woodland Park, Colorado, we're yeah. tough up there. We had the Texas Seriously. Seven, and you know, yeah, Wait, we're tough. What was your signature move? um i like the well i didn't have one but i really wanted to learn to do that helicopter where you put somebody on your shoulders and then you spin really fast oh my god down but again i am not that tough bomb cyclone literally the bomb cyclone (laughs) cyclic bomb that would have been a really good wrestling name though come on no but did you guys see the uh radar for this uh, for this hurricane thing it was crazy the entire country circled around denver yep no it was colorado springs that i was around colorado springs. oh, oh colorado okay. springs had that it was no kidding yeah it was right it was would have been Con- briargate yeah it's a wicked where, where the i was it's wow. a wicked photo there's like all yeah. these lines kind of like moving but it goes across the entire country and that's all kind of like zoop, 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 yeah. zoop, that's zoop. amazing well yeah, rachel you're not uh you're not a weather woman but mm, or a wrestler or a wrestler matter. for that matter yeah. but what do you do i am a licensed professional counselor in colorado springs mm. and um okay i've been doing it way way too long <laughs> Way? What's, what's way yeah. too long? Ooh, 22 years this Whoa. year. Wow. So you do I not started when I was five. <laughs> 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 now yeah. I started at 19, so you can do the math and figure out how old I am. Well, we had Rachel on because our topic today is bullying. And Isn't it, CJ? Yes. And, and what's in- our ingredient? Our ingredient, uh, because we're doing the ABCs. We are doing the ABCs so of cooking basic. and relevant topics. Yep. Um, yep. The ingredient of the episode is basil. B or for basil. Basil. Or basil. basil. Or Depending on where you Brazil. reside. Okay. Brazil? No. I, sorry. They spell very similar. Okay. I get confused. Okay. <laughs> our local grocery store didn't have ba- basil, so I had to go to a king supers that was 10 minutes away unfortunately yes. kroger for the rest of the u.s kroger yes mm-hmm. it's a kroger brand oh store. yeah oh okay yes yeah oh didn't know that yep. but you didn't go to the nice little safeway right here oh no this one doesn't have anything it was pretty cleared out because the bomb cyclone <laughs> oh my no goodness. it just doesn't have anything just, like yeah. you go there constantly being like i'll probably get half of what i want and then yeah. i'll have to go to some other grocery store so you keep saying to yourself i should just go to king supers but i don't so anyway, yeah. Well, um, yeah. So basil was our ingredient for uh, this episode, and it is a leafy green plant. <laughs> Are you giving us the Wikipedia on basil right now? Uh, no, I'm not, um, <laughs> because my computer is not connected to the internet. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to, but mm-hmm. we're multi. You're trying right? to Wikipedia basil. Uh, sh- 
Um, so basil is actually an interesting, it's, it's a plant, but it's got quite a spice to it. It's got a really distinct flavor. Okay. And really there's two known cultures in the world that uses basil, which is Italy Mm -hmm. and like exotic part of Thailand. I'm sorry. What was that? Yeah. Thai basil. The exotic (laughs) Asia part, the Southern part of Asia. Um, so really different, distinct flavors, you know, Mm -hmm. Italian Mm -hmm. food, you got your bruschetta, you got your pizza and all that stuff, basil. And then you mm-hmm. got your Thai food, Thai basil, um, Vietnamese food, also strong in basil. Um, but, you know, very, very opposite flavors. So mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to describe the dish. Eric, what did you think I put in it? Well, actually, you bought all the ingredients, but what, <laughs> what did I put in it? Um, so we had a rice, what was it, patif? Is that what is that what it pilaf. is? Pilaf. Pilaf. Yep. So not at all what I just said. Nope. Um, not even close. Not even close. I don't even know what I just said. Uh, so we had that as like kind of a base. We had chicken, diced chicken or uh, cubed chicken, um, cherry tomatoes. Um, we had um, slices of onion, some garlic. Uh, we had zucchini spears uh, put in there. Um, you added some sriracha sauce, I believe. Yeah. And rice vinegar. <laughs> Is that right? Yep, yep, yep. Keep going. You're doing I've well. I've never heard of rice vinegar, yeah. by the way. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> never. But, uh, yeah, shoot, I'm missing something else. Honey. 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 Yes. So we had we had honey as well. Didn't taste as much the honey. Um, but, yeah, it was delicious. I, I, loved, I loved it. It was very, it was very fresh, very... Uh, very simple. Basically, you just prep all the ingredients and just you basically just threw it in a pan, didn't you? And yeah. Um, did you add anything at like certain times, or you just kind of nope put it all in? Yep. Okay. Like, like my- <laughs> this could be one of the simplest <laughs> recipes we've ever done. Yeah, Eric knows way too well how much I improvise with my cooking. You do improvise quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. basically, I did it stir fry style, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a very um, simple way of just cooking and heating different ingredients mm-hmm. and mixing it together obviously so. we did the rice on its own yep made sure that that was you know cooked well and then yep. and then just added that um, together yeah. right so for stir fry you want your pan and your oil to be really hot mm-hmm. so what i did first was took a pan put some olive oil let it heat up and then threw the garlic in get mm-hmm. that oils from the garlic into your cooking oil right get it very aromatic and then once it heats up to a point where it's sizzling you throw the chicken in okay and then uh, you add your different flavors. You put the honey in. I'm sorry, you're what? The flavors. <laughs> sorry, I'm, it's, I'm sorry, uh, you're what? Your flavors. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you, that's you better. Your flavors. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so then you put in the uh, the honey. You kind of get that uh, nice sugary base, that mm-hmm. nice caramelization onto the chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, let it cook for a bit, and then you put in the uh, rice wine, and then the sriracha. And then mm. you take it out, and then you cook your vegetables. Yeah, do the same thing. Put the um, aromatics in. So this time it'd be onion. Um, so you heat the oil up, put the onions in, mm-hmm. and then from there you put uh, the rest of the different vegetables. So we had Fantastic. corn, yes, uh, sweet corn, and then zucchini spears, and then uh, cherry tomatoes. Cherry tomatoes. Yeah. Cut those in halves. Yeah. Uh, cook it all together, and then once it gets all nice and soft, you want the zucchini to be nice and soft. Yeah, the tomatoes got real soft, too. That was really good. Yeah, so yeah. once all that's kind of in the right texture zone, you just throw the chicken in, kind of get all the flavors mixed up together, Yeah, and that's your dish. You let them marry. That's let what that's marry. called. They yeah. marry. We haven't, we haven't actually said this just yet, but uh, Rachel is a pretty infamous amateur cook, uh, and she does very good food. I've had... Well, thank you very uh, much. Yeah, she does food well, I'd like to say. Cooks. Uh, very well. So yeah, you've done a lot of different meals, um, knowing kind of like what flavors and different things kind of mix together. And um, I mean, did you did you like the dish? Was it all right? I did. And actually, I had heard for about a year what a great cook you were, CJ. Wow. So I, Eric had told me and he would always say like, oh, you got to taste his cooking. He's really good. He throws uh-huh. things together. He's quite um, good. And you were really, really. I mean, this oh, was really you. good. It was very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, like, the ingredients are real simple. You just kind of, um, there's a few steps that you kind of like keep in mind, like, you know, heating up the oil and different yep. things like that. Mm-hmm. But um, basically, I think what we're getting at is that 
basically anybody can do this meal. Oh, yeah. And you know what? We even forgot the most important ingredient. So you, we had to get two containers of fresh basil. And this was the thing you couldn't get from Safeway. <laughs> Kroger. Or uh, Kroger. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. No, yeah. no Safeway. Yeah. No, yeah. I know, I know, but... <laughs> so what No, you I, couldn't, wanna... I couldn't get it from Safeway. No. It just wasn't there. It wasn't. It was annoying. Um, but yeah. what I learned is your roommate, Nick, grows basil in his windows. So. Uh, see, Ooh. I knew that, but I didn't know if we would use all of it. Yeah, we used all of it no no no. i mean like we, we might have used all of his oh tree. all of his, his like, little bush <laughs> thing yeah so i didn't want to use his yeah so yes. um what you do is you take you take the basil mm-hmm. uh you pull the leaves off and yep. then um you save half of it and you cook it with the dish so that that flavor kind of gets mixed into everything okay and then you just save a couple of leaves for a, kind of a fresh garnish okay because i was i was about to say some of it was in there but then some of it would look like it hadn't been cooked in with yep. the meal so you kind of did two different things with it okay yep. nice as, as rachel said you want to marry it yeah. <laughs> well, fantastic! Uh, yeah. I mean that that I mean it was a delicious meal. It was very filling. Yes, the rice, the chicken. Was, I mean, it was just I couldn't you know even finish all of it. Huh? It's incredibly healthy. There's oh, it's so much healthy. fiber in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, good for your colon. Good protein as well. Yep, good protein. <sighs> lots of lots of chicken. So yeah, we used uh, two chicken breasts as well. Mm, yeah. So two we I, I think I forgot to say that, but that was. Um, Enough to feed two and a half people, I would say. Two and a half people. Maybe yeah. three if you were taking a decent portion, but I did not. No, I took I was a lot. Pretty hungry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good so. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, fun fact: um, basil is a herb of the mint family. Did uh, you know that? I did not. Okay. Well, now you know. Mint, the furry bearded brother of basil why is it bearded because it's it's got it's like furry it, it does have a little bit of like some spikes fuzz? on the oh. edges yeah. of the leaves it's like peach but fuzz basil yeah. actually to me kind of tastes a little bit like licorice licorice mm-hmm. like fresh when it's fresh oh. so like oh, interesting yeah so i like i like that flavor on top of like yeah like on the stir fry like chopped up a little like it yeah. kind of gave a little bit of that like almost a deeper spice mm. which is kind of like that spicy licorice but not like like not yeah. overpowering so it didn't overpower right. the dish but you could tell it was there yeah mm-hmm. for sure i like the freshness of the basil it mm-hmm. really gave it like a nice clean kind of mm-hmm. taste to it yeah it did yeah. Yeah, yeah do you have any other interesting facts about basil i don't is it um, green it is green oh, okay my favorite form of basil <laughs> is pesto okay oh, yeah yeah with pine nuts yes and, especially and... with pine nuts Olive oil and yeah. lots of garlic. Chop it all up. Oh, oh boy, man. stuck between you two do, cooks here. Do you here. do um, Parmesan in it in your pesto, or do I you leave that don't. out? I don't. No. Okay. Are you a Parmesan pesto? I am, and I like okay. the. You got to get like the. You got to grate it yourself. You uh, can't get the pre-sliced stuff or whatever. It's got to gotcha. be really good Italian hard Parmesan. This yeah. quality stuff, guys. Or Parmesium, if Par-mesium. you are my boyfriend. That's how he Ooh. refuses to say. Parmesan. Okay, parmesium is not a thing. That's parmesium. what he is to Sheldon. So. <laughs> Way to go, Sheldon. Go. Stick to yep. your uh, this stick to your episode guns there. brought to you by Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by nobody. No, 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 no nobody sponsoring this. Hey, if yeah. you would like to donate to our cause, um, <laughs> put it my... in my wallet. <laughs> my e wallet. <laughs> e wallet. Cool. Well, well that's. Uh, that's uh, that's the uh, food part of our show. Yeah, um, fantastic. We'll put up some info. Um, put it in the show notes. Yep, show notes. We'll probably have some pictures on our Insta if we ever make do. Are we? Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. A nod. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna do an Insta. Uh, we're gonna do an Insta, and yeah, then might as well. I might as well. Hey, you're gonna be part of this. We're gonna oh. we're gonna get a group picture, okay. a guest picture. I'm gonna I'm gonna get an in. I'm gonna get. <laughs> I'm gonna get a photo right now. Yeah, I'm in yep. my blanket. So in I'm this like... moment, is the photo. Nice. There it is. So it'll be in the show notes. All there right. Go. Fantastic. Good that was stuff. so meta. So I, a part of the show, Rachel, is that um, because I have such a wide palette and because Eric doesn't, uh, a lot of times I end excuse up, me. Well, he's learning. He's learning. We'll, we'll Excuse get there. me. Yeah, I love food. I you love food, but you have some biases. And I have like two biases: mushrooms. He has many. Um. So and something else. I can't remember. Eel. According liver to liver. Oh god. Haggis. Okay. If we're gonna get into the <laughs> list of things I don't like eating, <laughs> snails. There's quite a bit. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it's okay. We'll break I, you. I like in. a lot of food. Yeah, we'll I, I like a lot. Of food. Anyways, part of this 
um, is that sometimes I have to bully Eric into eating certain things, mm. um, such as mushrooms. Um, or balsamic vinegar on reduction ice on ice cream. Hey, That's delicious. What are you talking look at about, that. weirdo? Okay, I didn't, look at that. I didn't say it was bad. I just said it was weird. And then we had it with avocado slices. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, avocado mashed <laughs> up with, uh, like, dark chocolate powder. Just the cocoa powder, mm-hmm. no sweetener, yep, and then a little bit of that balsamic reduction oh, is amazing. If you integrate avocado wonderful. into ice cream or dessert, I get that, but just like fresh slices of avocado, it was too buttery, it was too creamy, it was like you already had it the ice cream. Okay, okay, we're we're backtracking. Anyway, I know, I know. Yeah. This was but last episode. Yeah. This is, uh, <laughs> that sounds delicious. Okay, okay, we're having you over more often. Um, anyways, the part of it is that I do have to bully Eric into it just because he doesn't believe that whatever I do serve him is gonna. Taste you just have amazing. a lot of weird ideas. Um, and how many of those worked out? Like most of them. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. anyways, that was a very lame segue into our actual topic, which is bullying. Yes. So, yeah. um, and we invited you onto the show because you're somewhat of a knowledgeable person in this topic. Yeah. So, Rachel, why don't you uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, your experience uh, in this subject? Um. Well, so right now it's kind of bullying is really the phrase of the day, the catchphrase. Like if you work with teenagers at all. Mm-hmm. Um, like in high schools kids, or middle like schools, high schools or, middle schools, or, yeah, yeah. Um, even elementary schools, you have kids coming home all the time and saying, oh, I was bullied or that kid's bullying me. And so really it's as mental health practitioners, we've been talking about really what is bullying mm-hmm. and is it as big a problem as it seems to be? Yeah. And I think that Ooh, you're getting ahead of yourself. That's one of my questions. Later. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll stop for no, a second. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> but I mean, it seems to be right now kind of the, the it topic mm-hmm. in, in middle schools, in high schools. Um, there's lots of campaigns um, around at most high schools. Now there's clubs that are the anti-bullying clubs mm-hmm. and they kind of try to get all that out there to stop bullying and what does it really do to us as mm. like those of us that have been bullied? Yeah. Like, what what is the repercussions of it? So you deal with uh, people in this and and this subject a lot in your in your job. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Correct. <laughs> Good. We just want to lay your credentials out there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're all adults here, and I'm sure most of us have experienced some form of bullying or whatever the current definition of bullying is um how does that usually manifest in adults what does it kind of look like what are the side effects of that well uh, that's such a complex question um so take it away do your best gotta look at my notes here because i brought it so there's actually um the the diagnostic manual for mental health practitioners and people in that work with the mentally um ill, which I hate saying that term because I think Mm -hmm. everyone has um, challenges at times, like emotional traumas and different things. So, um, but because of the term, lack of a better term, the mentally ill, we use a diagnostic manual Mm -hmm. and we're on um, number five. Yep. Yep. Number five. And they are (coughs) going to, in the next one, so it'll probably be what five seven years or something i think it's four years from now and then it will probably be oh, really? dsm 5 tr yeah so it'll be the revised yeah. edition okay um so they won't do a full manual gotcha. but if you look at the if you ever look up the dsm the original dsm or back in the 60s um ho- homosexuality was listed in there it oh, is no longer listed at all so there's different things that have been taken out so it changes gotcha. it's a working kind of changes manual. with the culture a little bit yeah. there's I think there was shopaholic was mm-hmm. added to what? either the, the DSM or the DSMTR. Uh, interesting. For TR, mm-hmm. I believe, yeah. And that was that was a really interesting one when I was going through grad school. It was just this this um, new type of addiction and right. what goes on neurologically is is kind of interesting with that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So um, they're going. There's a the University of Southern. I think it's USC. So University of Southern California. Berkeley, mm-hmm. maybe it's Santa Cruz. Anyway, it's one of the more northern campuses yeah. of the college. Okay, um, they are actually a couple of doctorates, uh, doctoral students are actually wanting to petition the DSM board to add adult post bullying syndrome. 
um, to the manual. Adult so, post-bullying post syndrome. syndrome. So it's for adults that were bullied as children. And if you get online and you Google bullying, they will give you a million different things that could be bullying and sure. how common it is and what all that kind of stuff. But one of the things with bullying is what I have found is that it really has to be strong, frequent, and prolonged adversity um, is kind of sums up what bullying is. Gotcha. And it, because mm-hmm. nowadays kids are even saying like, if, if you're made fun of once or twice, then that's bullying. And right. It's, it's not. It's not. And right. so bullying is more pervasive. It lasts longer. Mm-hmm. It's um, takes a long time. So would like would that be considered like teasing? Like just kind of like this short term stuff that you're talking about, not the prolonged, but like the the short term bullying, quote unquote, would be more just teasing a kid, and it doesn't have the same effects. Yes, I okay. would say, and and really. Um, and I'm sure we'll get more to this later, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one of the things with um, the best way to like stop bullying is to teach your kids or teach children to actually address it right off the bat. Hmm. So to stand up and, and speak out. And that's what they, they say experts say really is the only way to stop it. And then it does kind of more go into more of the category of teasing hmm. or right. um, peer conflict. <laughs> Because typically it's not, yeah, it goes into peer conflict because it's not really. So where you have like crisis conflict resolution managers, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, um, and bullying can be of any age. We see it, it's, it, and it's really, it's very interesting because it's cross species too. Oh. So if you look at like animal behavior, there's definitely bullying that goes on and that's pretty common. So it's, it's how do we help increase resilience to actually handle what bullying is? So I, I remember I was eating a, uh, I was eating a burger once, uh, and there was just kind of like this parking lot area and there were these seagulls. Where are you, where are you going with this? What? Seagulls. Seagulls. Oh, seagulls. She okay. said. She said in her species. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was weird. Starting off. Bullying. With a no, oh, okay. I'm just. I'm just saying. You know, this is an. This yeah. is an instance that I saw. Anyway, so I was eating this burger, and there was these seagulls, and they're all kind of like, you know, chirping around each other, or you know, squawking or whatever. And then there was this one seagull who was just like, he was kind of like bullying basically every other seagull, and seagulls would come in and be like, oh, cool, this is a cool spot to be, and this other seagull would just be like. And just like chase him off and like peck at him, <laughs> and then I—I I mean, there's but some territorial like... stuff coming into into play here, but that's ah! something like that. I don't interesting know. Interesting seagull sound. It's it's a human seagull sound. Oh. So it's, it's, it's we're gonna have to play that sound in post. You know, <laughs> we'll what just overlap actual... a seagull. Yeah, well... Awesome. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. So, 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 yeah, he was just like I was. I was watching it, and I was like, "This looks very human-like, almost." Yeah. Where huh. this this like animal is just like, "Ah, get away!" And like, "I'm gonna bully you." And then he would like fly off, and then other seagulls would be like, "Oh, finally, he's gone." And he would come back and just like start pecking away at, at all of them again. So and it was just like really weird to see in an animal. You know what's really interesting about that example, Eric, is is that it's one guy against a bunch of other seagulls yeah but i think typically in bullying it's usually the other way around right you got a bunch a group that kind of picks on one person Mm -hmm. or a select group right it can be Mm. i mean sometimes it really is when you talk about the playground bully it's usually one person Oh, okay and then yeah sometimes they have their minions right that join in and kind of like pick on um take their back or get their side or whatever it is um, and then, or there's one kid that ends up being the bullied kid. Right. And so then other kids jump on. So it kind of depends on, um, what's going on and what's the dynamic in mm, the group. Okay. And it's interesting that you brought up birds because actually, if you look at like hawks and sparrows, mm. sparrows will turn and bully a hawk, I've even though that. they're wow. like I've tiny, s- uh-huh. they'll get like 12 <laughs> sparrows in on one hawk. I've seen that. Hawk's like exhausted. I'm, yeah. I'm watching the hawk and I'm like, man, that hawk. He hates it. Yeah. He yeah. hates it. He's just like, get off of me. Yeah. It, I, yeah the first yeah. thing I thought of was being girls. I don't know why, but <laughs> yeah. that was the first thing that I thought of. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's where I go. Um, so anyway, adult post bullying syndrome is actually a real thing and it's not a diagnosable thing right now, but it's actually will be at some point, I believe, because what we find in adults is when you talk to, um, 
and we can kind of get into this or mm-hmm. or whatever you want but um there's five distinct ways that childhood bullying affects you as an adult or Ooh. will affect you as an adult okay mm-hmm. so um it is linked it's the number one link to the development of anxiety and depression so it puts you at a 99.8 percent higher risk of developing wow. anxiety and That's depression a high rate. than That's if you are not high. bullied. So it's like almost high. 100%. Okay. So, wow. Um, and it doesn't okay. mean that it's going to be like an ongoing um, depress- depression or anxiety, but sure. you're, you will have situations where you will find yourself way more anxious if you were bullied as a child. Because when you walk into situations, because right, we all know that high school never ends. And yep. junior high, we're all, we get it yep. throughout our whole lives, workplace, all of that. Yep. Um, and you deal with people because there's like billions of us right yes so, that's mean, what i hear gross amounts of humans i only know a gross amount <laughs> gross amounts <laughs> disgusting there's like amount. 12 that i know see <laughs> hmm. we're not here to talk about your social life <laughs> really i mean there's two therapists in the room so <laughs> lay down on the couch <laughs> let's get let's, let's get into for it us to be sleeping together so please stay safe. no it's just interesting that uh that eventually when that's diagnosable it's basically just like an aftercare for people who yeah. like a, a diagnosis for those i mean you have you have like depression diagnoses and major depressive diagnoses and um, anxiety disorders but you don't have um like an official diagnosis for people who are bullied it's all right. symptoms of being bullied basically Correct. it's really interesting that they have like a bullying diagnosis well and because yeah. it's been misdiagnosed as post-traumatic stress interesting which, which interesting. is true because it is it does lead to toxic stress yeah right so um most people that were bullied um suffer from toxic toxic stress syndrome okay which is um Again, it's that strong, frequent, prolonged exposure to being picked on, basically. So it's more than teasing. It's more than whatever. It's literally um, bullies tend to find the weakness Uh in a person, and then they exploit that. Wow. And they just jump on it, and it doesn't stop. Yeah. Yeah. And so then it just gets worse and worse. Yeah, they're the worst. As time goes on. So Sorry, I'm not uh, dealing through some of my past traumas here. <laughs> yeah. That's not the place. Well, no, well, it was interesting because when I was looking at this and, and going through my neuroscience stuff, that's the other piece of what I do is I actually okay. work with the um, Neurotherapy Center of Colorado Springs. Oh, wow. And I've looked at people's um, brain cues. You so, looked at their brains. Like I've looked at their brains and where things are firing. And so a lot of the people that have frontal lobe um distortion mm-hmm. are people that were bullied i mean it was really interesting that you said it, it deals with the is it prefrontal cortex um it kind of depends so, because i was going to say that that it, that in, that's your decision making processing well, center right so what's interesting and and we can look at this again but um in males that are bullied their amygdalas are inflamed or larger okay um what does that mean in short Okay, so that's the area of our brain that deals with fear, anxiety, and emotional response. Got it. And when that's enlarged, either those are suppressed or they're heightened. So then the anger response is huge. So they snap. So your fuse is shorter. And this is more typical in males than it is in females. Mm -hmm. And then Hmm. in females, there's a thinner um, temporal and prefrontal cortex. Hmm. So that's strikingly alarming in what you're looking at because that's the area that deals in social behavior language and emotional association so you hear a lot of women being called like drama queens or whatever a lot of those people that don't have appropriate responses most likely were bullied Oh and so it gosh. changes the way your brain actually it's like unwrapping works. social norms yeah. in <laughs> males and females. Yeah, it's it's really crazy. Because I think one of the other things we were we were wondering is 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 it more prevalent in men or women? Um, do, do we bullying? Find? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's the same thing with everything with tra- any kind of traumas. Men are less likely to report. Males are less likely to report bullying. So do we really okay. know if they've been bullied? Yeah. We don't know because they're not reporting. But girls are reporting a lot more. It's actually shown, studies have shown that women are worse bullies and more bullied than men. And women are more likely to bully men than the other way around. Wow. Okay. Because what I, what I hear from women is just how cruel and vicious and terrible girls are to each other. And yeah. I don't know if that's like a generalization or if that, no. 
No, adolescent females are the worst creatures ever created. I don't, I don't know how <laughs> any of us learn. I don't know how any of us live to Worse be adults. Than a like tiger. They're, to- they're terrible. We are awful, awful human beings for wow. about four years. Okay. From about twelve to sixteen is That's like awful. Crazy. It's it's ridiculous. And adolescent males are a really close second. Okay. So puberty well, does so awful mean. things to the brain and and to humans during that time. And the way that they're vicious. I mean. And, and one and of the things they're more that's physical, really, right? Yeah. And they're bullying. Men are. Yeah. Yeah. Boys are. They, they will, you will see um, it go to, well, not anymore so much, but back in the day mm. it used to be fist fights and cause it's not allowed now. It's like this crazy thing. We suppress <laughs> yeah, true, this natural yeah. desire or way to defend ourselves mm-hmm. um, or that we, we've kind of waged war against males. So they're not allowed to respond the way that normal healthy males would respond are you saying like they would get bullied they'd fight it out they'd get their aggression out and then just kind of like shake it off shake hands and then they'd be fine typically yeah i mean Uh. that was like the that was the (laughs) 1980s through the 1980s in the 90s they started doing this whole like you're not allowed to go to blows over anything and when that started happening then they internalized it and Um, then now we see mass school shootings i was gonna say guns are now introduced and Hmm. yeah interesting you know back in the day in the wild wild west they (laughs) just do you know pistols at dawn and then shoot it out I, I think we should go back to that. High death rates, CJ. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was a different time back then. People were just being slaughtered in the streets. Yeah, different times, my friend. Yes, yes. Anyways, much different so times. I, yeah. yeah, didn't mean to interrupt you, no, but no. Um, so kind of getting back to toxic stress and what we see in people. So this this whole APBS, which is adult post bullying syndrome. Mm-hmm. That's what it's gonna be called. Don't do that. BS. Abs. Please stop. APBS. Yes, yes, that's what. That's a class you can take in high school now. <laughs> Should be. <laughs> what it actually does to your body. No. Um, so anyway, that leads to toxic, or that is toxic stress, and that is linked to developmental delays, heart disease, diabetes in adulthood, weight problems, both under and overweight. Yikes. Um, Ooh, and this is a lot. Major levels of inflammation. And so inflammation is the number one killer in the world. It's, it's what causes heart disease. So having oh. inflamed inflammation in your body actually leads to these killers. Oh, and wow. heart disease is the number one killer of everyone. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is bullying mm-hmm. leads to death. Yeah. That's, I am saying that. Wow. I mean, it can definitely lead to death. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, I mean, we so does death. living. Living but, leads yeah. to death. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Birth leads to death. Yeah. Let's there stop. you go. Let's stop. You don't need to be a scientist to know that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a precursor for addiction. So um, people that are bullied are more likely to become addicts. Okay. Because they use different forms of coping. Oh, interesting. Like alcohol. Hmm. Or marijuana, um, as well as other drugs. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, so um, I guess a, a lead into that. There's a lot of you. You kind of panned out a lot of bad things, and uh, <laughs> it sounds like bullying can be kind of prevalent. Um, bullying will kill you. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. But um, what what is an appropriate way to stop bullying as an adult? Then, if especially if you see it, you know, uh, if you see children doing it, is it you know worth our medal to stop it? Um, if you see it in the workplace or, you know, in your normal daily modern life, what what's an appropriate uh, way to... I say yes. What's an appropriate way to stop it? Oh. I'm not asking whether... If you should stop yeah. it. Well, oh, it sounded for like kids, said, for kids, if it. you should stop it. Well, okay. So I do want to say that this is, this is where it gets a little dicey and a little yeah. weird. Because not... Uh, this is hard. Because you believe in the fifth cuffs. Well, sometimes <laughs> bullying isn't a necessarily a bad thing. It can uh-huh. sometimes be a positive thing in mm. people's lives, mm. especially if if those people around the person that's being bullied or um, the bully's friends will stand up and be like, hey, this isn't right. It yeah. can lead to a greater social understanding in those kids. And so uh-huh. as adults, it's really our job to have discussions with our children and with the younger generations, whether we're aunts, uncles, friends of people's kids, whatever it is, where we really like be the village that raises these children so that we raise a different kind of generation so that Mm. we are talking about it. We are stopping it. We're saying stand up for what's, what's right. Are you, are you saying, are you saying this is kind of where we get the generation that like 
feels entitled to have whatever they want and have never had like hardship and or have like have real difficulty in the real world and are typically called like the snowflake generation (laughs) where they're just like need a safe space and they they can't be they can't handle conflict or arguments or um criticism for that matter and there's like this whole kind of um, you know, like the greatest generation basically criticizing this gener- this generation of being too weak or too soft. Well, is that basically kind of like what this has created? Well, sort of, because, okay, so if we go back, like it's a pendulum, right? Yeah. So like the pendulum swing back in the 40s, 50s, the greatest generation, if right, we're going right. with that, yeah. they were all like everybody was picked <clears throat> on, everybody was bullied, but you just dealt with it and you pulled yourself up by your bootstraps and you just went But you on, pushed right? it down. Or you pushed it out by yelling, screaming, fighting. Huh, like there were right. fights that happened. Right, right, right. Fisticuffs. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Fisticuffs. Taking it to the mattresses. No, that's not right. No, that's Godfather. That's Godfather. It's Godfather. We're not getting into that. Um, Taking it to the face. <laughs> so that was that generation. Then we have the current adult, early adult generation, which is all part of the millennials, and they are considered snowflakes and whatever because we had this generation of helicopter parents that made yeah. sure everything was okay and we fixed everything for never everybody. got scrapes never got breaks right they yeah. everyone got a participation trophy there was no winner hey i got There's six no of lo- those There's no losers good for you i'm good, not a loser good job, good job yeah, participating you you're, not, you're not a loser good job learning that you didn't have to win uh, but <laughs> to what win they're showing is now like I'm the generation kidding. that's coming up that now the snowflakes are raising is that they're starting to realize maybe there were some things that we missed out on because mm-hmm. we went through this whole pendulum swing mm-hmm. to the other side right, where yeah. nothing was, um, we didn't have to deal with anything. Right. So now we're looking at the younger generation that we are becoming parents of, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. I could say we are, but you guys really, like mm-hmm. 30 and younger, 35 and younger. And we want the kids to have the scrapes. We want them to have the bruises. We want them to be able to say to a kid that's picking on them, you cannot speak to me that way. That is not okay. And walking away instead yeah. of doing the fighting, but having that verbal gumption to be like, this is not okay. Yeah. And then calling them out on their behavior. Right. Whereas adults, if we call them out on their behavior, they don't learn. It's just, they turn it differently. So we have That's to encourage and, and really instill in the children that mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. need to stand up for themselves and for each other. Yeah, they're going to do that's a, not okay. They're going to do a great deal of learning from their friends and there's going to be a sort of mutedness to everything um when you know a parent uh is 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 you know saying something that's gonna it's gonna fall on deaf ears so to speak right and so we have to teach them to to be able to show each other and say to each other i see you i see your pain i understand it it's okay so so you're so are you basically saying this was another one of my questions which was i mean do kids just need to like harden up basically like, are we saying that bullying is not so bad? Like, like is bullying bad? Like, yeah. that's maybe that's a provocative question that like should be asked. Like, well, I mean, do maybe you, it's not bad. Well, why are you looking at things in terms of black and white, good and bad? It right. just is. It happens. Everybody, it's human nature. It's, it's going animal to happen. Nature. It's going to happen. Okay. Like we see it in the animal world. So it's going to happen. But it's how do you help teach a generation to respond to it differently? And that's the thing. And so, so you the have response. to, yeah, it's the response. And then also as adults being like really looking at like, what are we doing to expose our kids to bullying? Because now the new generation, cyberbullying's huge. That brings up all that kind of thing. It's no yep. longer just in the hallways being picked on with the jocks and the idiots or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, it's, it's being completely online and so trolling is a very real thing you can Mm -hmm. do it anonymously and just be cruel and so you have to ask yourself at what age do i want my children exposed to bullying and Mm. that's when you give them a a smartphone so you have to start looking at that or like access to the internet without you sitting right there you know i hear becoming amish these days is quite popular (laughs) yeah i might do that do you see yeah actually who's telling you that uh the Amish. Mm. The Amish are telling you to join the Amish cults? Yeah. I think you should cook the next meal completely over open flame. That, you know, I think Eric would appreciate that. Just I'll turn my own butter, too. Yeah. Cast iron. And I'll <laughs> handpick all of the fruit. Off of the trees that are producing no fruit yes. in the winter. Yes. Thanks. Good job. So, so one of the reasons I, I really wanted to talk about this topic was because we we definitely have seen bullying, bullying change. So... 
CJ, have you been bullied? No. Okay, so, you, so I'm not going to no, talk yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> That's almost like a, have you been, of course you've been bullied. Um, so have I. And we, I think we've experienced this kind of like uh, late 80s, or 90s kind of bullying style where it's like, if someone had a problem with you, they'd say it to your face oh, yeah. or they'd punch you or they'd like make fun of you to your face. We've seen an evolution uh, of 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 bullying now where there's whole websites devoted to just picking on kids where you don't have to say your name you don't have to show your face and kids can't help themselves and they go on these websites and they read the comments about them and they get depressed and some of them kill themselves mm-hmm. i mean yeah. the, these are these are real st- like that story that i just said i could have put any dozen number of names behind it. This has happened so many times to kids. And it's, it's in kind of like a weird way. I'm like inside, I'm like, that's so cowardly. That's, like, if you're going to bully somebody, do it to their face. Right. Um, but Have some honor. But in the same breath, I'm like, but also just maybe don't be that cruel to another human being. Right. Um, let's try that as well. Um, I have a very conflicted viewpoint. Um, because I, because I was bullied as a child. And so I have, I have all these kinds of feelings, but then like as an adult, I'm like, maybe kids do need to kind of harden up and experience conflict and experience, you know, scrapes and bruises, uh, so to speak, you know, maybe always physically, but just like, maybe they just need to feel that. I don't know. So we're seeing it go in a different, in a, in a, we've seen it go in a different direction. Are we seeing it go in any other different directions? Like, is there a, future evolution of bullying that we're kind of seeing well i mean i think the i think part of this is that it has to swing back to kind of a middle ground because now Mm -hmm. everything's considered bullying right whereas i would Mm. say what you're talking about like the online stuff that truly is bullying yeah and that is that trolling stuff is ridiculous yeah i mean you can go on and just read tons of stuff but it's really up to the parents how involved are you with your kids and what are you letting them look at and what are you letting them post Mm -hmm. like I mean, you can go on Instagram at any time and look at pages yeah. and the stuff that they're posting and then the response to it is not okay. Like yeah. there's... So it's this unfiltered, unchecked kind right. of use of technology, which we've been seeing a lot more where, you know, a parent will give their kid an iPad and just say, you know, go parent yourself, basically. Yep. They don't right. want to deal with the child. So they just put something in front of them and numify them, basically. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is which is a dangerous game to play because really yeah. that's when you give a kid access to a smartphone, to the iPads, to computers without having any kind of filters or watching, mm-hmm. you are exposing them. You are choosing to expose your child to mm. predators, mm. to pornography, and to bullying. Yeah. And that's the that is your choice as a parent. So it's and so the, it is the parents. I'm pointing my fingers at parents wow. and being like, it is on you. You heard it here first. Because yep. you have to, I mean, that's really our job. And so if you're going to give a smartphone to a nine-year-old, you better believe, you better be on that all the time checking what they're yep. looking at. Because I guarantee porn's going to pop up violence um parents we have to be on top of that stuff and the bottom line is is we're not Hmm, and so bullying comes from externally but it's also coming from in our walls and what are we letting our kids well that's new territory for a lot of parents they it's it's um it's it's something they haven't really experienced before or seen research about or had to you know monitor as much Mm -hmm. as they do they to them it's it's a lot easier to do that and so um, you know, that's, I, I, I think it's this kind of, uh, new, new terrain. It's a new, it's a new kind of journey for a lot of parents. And I think more education on that matter, um, in regards to not only just their devices, but how the devices are being used in bullying, yeah. um, these kids, um, will go a, a, a really long way. Yeah. Right. There's district 20 actually, which is really funny. They make require every kid to have an iPad. So I'm going to say that first. Okay. Oh, then wow. they just did a training uh-huh. <laughs> where they invited parents and people in the community to come and watch this TED Talk that was given. And it's an excellent TED Talk. And the, the guy's basically talking about exactly what we're talking about. Uh-huh. At what in like why smartphones, why devices are a bad thing for kids to have. Right. So they do both sides. You know, they require I mean, you to have these, but then yeah. they're telling you not to give them to your kids. However... The, the point of this TED Talk was driven home when he was like, I have gotten rid of all smart devices. Whoa. My kids have flip phones. 
It means oh, like whoa. they know how to get in touch with me and they can send basic sense. texts yeah. because I'm not, they're not going to have any of that. And his kids are in high school and he said when they get to college, it'll they can make their choices. But he's going to protect them for as long as he can. Mm-hmm. And it stemmed from, and he, he went kind of backwards. I read most more of his story, but it, when his daughter was 13, she was like bullied by a predator that ended up then what? going in and saying like, coming in as himself and yeah. saying like, oh, you're so pretty, but he was writing all the bad things Jeez. under false names. Okay. So he bullied her wow. and then came in and as then, the savior. Yeah, white horsed it. And then was met her at a coffee shop. Yikes. And That's, she that was 13 and yeah, he was like a 36 year old person that was doing <sighs> oh, this. Cow. So Good there's question. like, you know, that's the dangers. And so he, his, he and his wife went backwards and talked to the kids and they all agreed that they would do yeah. this and they do that. And, and his daughter says, it's funny. She gets picked on because she has a flip phone, huh. but she'd rather have kids in class telling her straight to her face. She's lame because she has a flip phone mm-hmm. then be Someone online on and see all this stuff she yeah. shouldn't worry i think flip phones are actually so. coming back so yeah a lot of celebrities yeah. have flip phones yeah well they, they're not hackable right nope no yeah so <laughs> it's, it's an interesting perspective because from from an engineer uh, i respect and i understand the dangers of technology hmm. um so to go the complete opposite direction and just say like no technology is bad uh is really really interesting um, because I think part of it is that is realizing the danger of technology, but mm. also having that open communication with your kids to say like, this is what could happen. You mm. know, the internet is kind of like the wild, wild west, yeah. uh, pistols at dawn and all. So, mm-hmm. uh, with that, I think I'm definitely just going to send my kids to Amish camp and <laughs> make them turn butter. Homeschool your children until yeah, high school. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Do yourself a favor. That's that's what I would want to do. Only, only if they're redheaded, right? <laughs> only if they're redheaded. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. No. Uh, Didn't have a would. great time. Oh, Although I think redheads are coming back. So. We'll so apparently that's what I hear. Make <laughs> you come back with the flip phone. <laughs> yep. Um, so I guess we're we're kind of wrapping it up now. Rachel, do you have any last words? Anything interesting? Any tidbits you'd like to share with our uh, two listeners to our podcast? Yes, all two of you. We know oh. who you are by name. Yep. Eric and CJ. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> you just go back and re-listen to your podcast. Over. Well, Eric has to that listen to awesome. them, so. Fun. Um, no, I just think, I guess the only thing left to say is that if you were bullied and you are having these issues, you can change the way the neurotransmitters are in your brain. So what's interesting is the bullying does change the way our brains work. It changes our DNA, hmm. but that can be reversed. Whoa. And so How? seeking treatment and <laughs> Lobotomies? having... Um, Stop. No, oh, no. sorry. No, go no. ahead. But actually by doing um, like neurofeedback, EMDR, hypnosis, different things that actually make your brain work in hypnosis. an opposite... Yes. In an in a different way can go in and heal the traumas. So it's all traumas. So if we look at bullying, bullying can just be put under the great umbrella of trauma Trauma. and, and what you consider trauma in your life, I may look at and be like, "Mm, maybe that wasn't trauma. Lowercase T. If it had happened to me. However, for you, it was a trauma. So bullying, all of that kind of stuff. So I, I will say I'm, I'm the baby of three girls and I was very, very bullied by, Mm. um, I was in a small town, but I was very bullied by a few kids through junior high, late elementary, early junior high. Okay. And then by my sister who is now my best friend. And I, she, if she ever listens to this, she knows that, (laughs) but yeah, she picked on me and was just Mm -hmm. cruel with things, especially around things around my body of being a a girl. Mm -hmm. Uh And I have done so much work to reverse that and now i can finally say i'm finally getting and i'm 40 Uh finally getting comfortable in my own skin which is different and i had weight issues and i had other things that had happened that i had to reverse so Mm -hmm. you can reverse it you just have to look at that and go and there were other things that had happened in my life it's not just bullying but you have to look at what your responsibility is in it and then how are you going to heal yourself Mm -hmm. because other people can't heal it for you you have to do the work so if if I hear you correctly, what you're saying is your prefrontal cortex is enormous. No, it it's was very massive. It was thin, but now it's getting thicker. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves here. And then your amygdalas, if you guys were bullying, were probably massive, massive. massive. <laughs> so now they can get with hypnosis, size. Eric, it can be shrunken down to a pea. I need me some hypnosis. Hypnosis. Yes. Well, thank you, Rachel, for joining us on our 
podcast. It was wonderful having you. Yeah, it's wonderful to be here. Yeah, if uh, people want to get a hold of you, where can where can people find you? I have shameless plug of my website. Yeah, so, do it. Um, asparrowsway.com is my website and you can find all my information there. I'm a therapist here in town and I have a private practice and I am actually starting some teen groups on bullying. Oh, okay. wow. So those are so going to be cool. starting as well, as well as healthy sexuality. So nice. both. Can I join those things, groups? So. No, you're not a that teenager. I'm a therapist though. <laughs> no. <laughs> you no. may be invited to come. We're going to cut. Oh, I would love that. that. I would actually love that. That would actually be amazing. <laughs> no, it, it will actually be really fun so yeah, yeah some cool things happening in this field nice well fantastic yeah again fantastic. thank you for coming out you are very welcome thanks for having me and thanks to everybody who tuned in hopefully you got a little bit more information about bullying um any last words eric yeah um, Closing comments especially because you are also a therapist uh-huh that is true so yeah, yeah, I would uh, I would say probably uh, some really good resources for bullying um, are going to be uh, stopbullying.gov. I think that's a, that's a really good one that people should really know about. It gives you facts about bullying, federal laws, different things like that. Um, and then there's a, a really good hotline, cyberbullying hotline, uh, where you can report um, uh, some bu- cyberbullying and really stop it in its tracks. Um, Rachel, you got anything that you want to... Yeah, challengeday.org is um, the anti-bullying like com- um, sign-up that you can do. That you ch- It's like the day that teenagers are supposed to challenge to stop bullying and oh, wow. to stomp out bullying. So that's, that's really a good cool. one. So it's challengeday.org, and it'll give you all the anti-bullying and stop mm. bullying information. Mm. And you can start a chapter in your church, at school, or whatever, if you would like. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, those uh, those resources will be in the show notes. Yep. Again, thank you for tuning in. Yep. Uh, yeah. So next episode, we're going to be doing a C. That'll be the letter of the podcast. A special guest. We'll have, we will not reveal. Just guess. Mystery. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> we'll tune in for that. All right. All right. Well, this is the end of this podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time. This is so horrible. <laughs> Stay classy. Stay classy. I like that. That's good. Hey, everybody. It's Eric Peterson. And CJ. And we're here at the bottom of the podcast just to let you know and remind you that we are available on Spotify, iTunes Podcasts, Anchor, or wherever you find your podcasts. And you can also join us on our social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, and also our website, themouthfulpodcast.com. That's the mouth 2 lsfullpodcastcom See you then. Bye. Say it